KimBubba.com. There's more info. Under the- Remember now, your destiny will always benefit others, glorify God, and impact his kingdom. If it's not doing that, it's not a destiny. It's a job or it's something else. Now, you may be crying today, but don't think that's how it's going to be when you wake up tomorrow. Not when God has jumped into the situation. Because your shepherd knows how in the midst of a bad situation to take care of his own. And somebody here can testify how when things didn't look good, God showed up and made a way out of no way even when you were in an adversarial situation. Somebody ought to be ready to talk to God. Somebody ought to be ready to find out what God has to say and throw it back up in his face. Because a lot of the stuff you're asking for has already been pre-approved. It's just that in the spiritual realm, there is the attempt to block it. But if you will persevere and specifically throw it back in God's face, he'll send the help needed to break it through so that you see it revealed in the physical realm. God can wipe tears away. He can turn pain into pleasure. He can turn sadness into joy. You got a train to catch because you got a destiny to reach. And you're not going to waste any more time not living out your destiny. When the enemy comes in like a flood, the scripture says he will raise up a standard against them. When God sees that you're falling and you're not going to make it, he swoops down out of nowhere and catches you by his grace and lifts you out of that situation. It's called divine intervention. What he's trying to say is that the Lord is your shepherd. He got you. And you are covered. You're listening to The Rick and Bubba Show. Too fast to prepare for this. Tripping in the world could be dangerous. Everybody circling his vultures. Negative, nepotist. Everybody waiting for the fall of man. Everybody praying for the end of times. Everybody hoping they could be It is eight minutes past the hour. What's up? We are here for another edition of the Rick and Bubba Show. We thank you for being with us. 866 We Be Big, our number. The Good Time Gang is live, and uh, we just welcome you in. We got Eddie Van Adler. He's rocking that long hair like he likes it. He's got that flow, uh, and he has got TV ready to go today. We got one Greg Burgess and Michael Helms here as well. Greg's already outside fetching stuff, uh, and we are dialed in and in rare form today. So get ready for the Rick and Bubba Show. It is the kickoff hour. If you are tuning in for the first time or uh, watching, uh, what we do is we just kick things off for the guys. We're part of the Rick and Bubba staff, and then Rick and Bubba join us after top of the hour. So yep. welcome on in, and there they are over to my right. Look at that. Yep, 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 yep. yep. It's Gregory and so, Michael. There's a lot of moving parts this morning. There right is. There's the just stuff just going all over the place. <laughs> it's all over the you got to keep your eye on the ball, or you will just wow, you'll miss it. Uh, and here comes uh, hey, look at Santa Claus. Here Bubba comes, Santa. Yep, here or he Santa is. Bubba. Santa Bubba. He is coming in with uh, the twelve working days of Christmas. Uh, we're getting those gifts lined up, and he went out yesterday and uh, 
and and is I mean just bringing stuff in like you wouldn't believe some of the yep some yep. of the, some of the coolest hardest find the hardest to find items for Christmas we'll have here in this studio for the twelve working days I like of Christmas. That now. Oh wow! Now you're speaking my language, uh-huh. Bubsy. What what's that light kit, Bubba? That's cool. It's a bicolor LED ring lit all light of us kit, need. huh? <laughs> Something all of us need. Okay. Look at that. We got an Oculus. We got a Simply Safe system. We got, uh, gracious, alive. What is yep, that? Yep. We got a scope. Man, we got it all. Uh, and he's not done. He's still bringing stuff and in. And some gentleman brought us some books that we got to get into. That's right. Well, point. that's kind he's of. Dropped him. off some books. And, I, and you know the coolest I thing about it? Food. I mean, but Greg, I, I that's the only reason Greg I went know. outside to get it. No. Ran out there. <laughs> Ran out, made a noise. Greg, if, if someone would have nope. emailed and said, hey, I left books outside, yeah. you'd have been the last well, one to the go get it. Was, right. I didn't right. want to forget that they were out there because we would have left. If, but you went out there right when you did because yeah, you thought, thought it was food. <laughs> yeah, yeah, You thought it was biscuits or donuts. And yeah. you, uh, poor Adler, I think you ran him over to get yeah. outside. Yeah. Huh? That was a nice You threw book. him up against the wall. like a good book. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and you know the coolest thing. You know the coolest thing about him. He had a Rick and Bubba University uh, he sweatshirt on. Needs it out there today. Yeah, he oh, does. Chilly. Ooh, I had to walk across the street. I had to drop my car off. Oh, I bet my ears got cold. It's Ooh. one of those things where I, I, I think it's br- well, evidently I can't because Uh-oh. Amanda, Amanda thinks something's going on with this vehicle, mm. and I couldn't re- recreate the issue this morning. Mm. There was a little bit, but it wasn't the look. Here's the exaggeration she had. I ain't driving that car anymore. I mean, I'm it was saying. squealing so bad. Everybody at carpool staring at me. Oh, okay, now I'm gonna say this. It? I'm gonna say this. Oh, I can't. Good, it, I could hardly hear it. Number one. Wow. And it wasn't even doing it all the time. So no one is staring at you in car. Like you didn't have to take it that far. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I can't. Yeah. It's it's got something to do with the brakes. Got to be. Oh but yeah. Anyway, so if it's going on, if it's if it's squealing going down the road, that's not good, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> it was a. I couldn't recreate it until I nearly got there, and all of a sudden, I I tapped the brake and it started making a noise, and uh-huh. I tapped the brake again, yeah. and I wasn't even on the brake when it was making the noise, which is I don't think that's a good sign. No. And then I tapped it again, it stopped. So mm. I could well, finagle it. To, it well, that's what my thought was. I'll just keep driving this vehicle, <laughs> keep tapping. Don't hear it, it. Yeah. Yeah. just a little tap here and a little tap there. Tap, yeah, tap I, re- I remember in college because you know you, you'll Look, just about to pass out. Oh yeah. <laughs> no. Have you ever gone up and down the steps that many times? Wow. Huh? Hey, you know what? You're getting your steps in today, <laughs> you buddy. You got it. This uh-huh. morning, get them out of the way. All right. So in college, you know how you're just gonna you can't spend any money on anything, right? Yeah, I went. Uh, my old Honda Prelude that had the little flip up lights and only one was working, so I was driving down the road oh, winking oh, at yeah. everybody. Yeah. Uh, we I, my brakes got so bad that when I when I would ride down the road, you would hear me coming blocks away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, just, you would think the wheel's going to fall off. But you said, you know? let it run. <laughs> well, I had to. Winking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you think the, <laughs> the wheel's just going to come apart. Oh, yeah. You know, the brakes were just toast. Uh, I'm sure they'll reach out here in a little bit and it'll be a long list of items and cost, <laughs> you know, nearly a grand. Yeah, right right. Christmas. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's nice, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I asked her yesterday, I said, hey, just so you know, Getting close to Christmas, mm-hmm. and here's three items. That here's three things that have to be done. Yeah, Prior, prioritize those for me, please. I think I know, but I I need to make sure we're on the same page. <laughs> right. <here. laughs> and uh, anyway, so the car's over there. Yeah, car's over there. You walked over. Yeah, I I was. I'm. So, I like that walk over. By the way, yeah. I know something about it. Yeah, refreshing. Kind of like kind of get you dialed in for the it day. Does. Yeah. Um, Wish I didn't have my bag draped across my shoulder. I'd enjoy it more. But yeah. you know. That carries on. Yeah. But you're going to work, Ham. So, right. I mean, you know, you yeah. got to have your stuff. Right. 
Um, so I the, the last set of tires I got from my truck I didn't get from uh, over there, which is convenient. There's yeah. a, there's a place nearby that that does what Helmsy needs, and you can buy tires and all this kind of stuff. So it's very convenient to drop your car and that's off. That's why I go. And yeah. while you're working, it's getting worked yeah. on, and they just call you and say it's done, and you're not sitting in there waiting. Yep. And you know, we I've just we just society and me to just come so impatient, you know. And you don't uh-huh. want to spend the time. Yesterday was the day I was like, okay, I'm the world's worst in getting my tires rotated. All I, right? No, I you're second the, behind me. I am awful at that. I don't know why it will take the time. I know. Yeah. And so I just I, do it when they change the oil. Right. And, and so every other. And so yesterday was that day. So I took it back to the place that that I got the tires from. And, you know, you schedule your appointment and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, it didn't take too terribly long. I felt like it was half the afternoon, but it wasn't. And so I was so proud. And I was leaving going, see, see, buddy, this is not that hard. Just get them rotated, you know? I know. And I don't know, is every time, I guess it depends on what kind of tires you have, is every time that necessary or every other time? Depending. Every other every other oil change, yeah. I mean, uh, that's just they, a good they, that's just a good rule of thumb. Well, they, heck, they, they's yeah. like, man, every time, yeah. Like, I think every gonna, time, I guess yeah. it depends on what if you got. And mud if you tires bought them there, or, they're free. It's a free rotation, so might as well do it. Right, it's a little out of the way, but yeah, uh, right. You know, it's easier to just. <laughs> I know. I well, mean, that's why we never do it. Yeah, it goes back to the convenience. Thing. <laughs> True. But you know, you buy tires from. It would be nice to just buy tires from one place, but you buy for different cars different places so you you forget like, where do i go for this one I know it. uh but yesterday i actually got that done and i felt so proud of her. i mean i felt so accomplished yesterday i'm like i did it it wasn't that bad you, you know you felt like you <laughs> huh? you were a responsible adult well, this, now well the, the place across the street has spoiled us because they have because they have. for terry's old car which was jc's and now reese's that's where we got our tires so Man, just drop it off, walk over here, it's done. Man, whoo, that's awesome. You know, but when you gotta go somewhere else, you're just like and they're working fast and we're very efficient and and just, but my goodness, why is that so hard? And I feel bad too, because I always have to ride on there. If not ready by one thirty, don't work on it because if you can't get it ready by one thirty, because I I got carpool yeah, and all that yeah. to start. Right. Sure. Wow. So are you good with rotations, Greg? Are you yeah, pretty good at that? Absolutely. I am. I used to not be. I think Greg's I pretty good with maintenance on, on his cars. And I used period. to not be, but I, I am now. I've noticed mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I, there was. I mean, I remember I was terrible at it, and then yeah. I was like, "Hey, dummy!" I'm. I'm saying you I'm know, bad. If well, you I'm going to skimp. That's not where to do right. it. Yeah. But, yeah, right. Yeah. But the, I was convinced when I saw how much longer my tires lasted by doing that, because I was one of these people like. <laughs> That's how they get you. Yeah. It actually does help. When, and you got a body of work driving back and forth where you yeah. can really dial that in and know yeah. that. True. I seem to be good, and, and this is where I'm, I'm having a conversation. With my, this is really helping me. Um, I'm good at keeping the car up on everything but the tires. It's like yeah. I'll, I'll go in, I'll get old changes. Well, I'll, I'll a get, long. Yeah. I mean, so, but, I, hey, you know what? I am getting it right here. This new set, I'm getting it right. You'll never do it again. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-two minutes past the hour. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rick and Bubba Show. Uh huh. Eight six six. We be big. Our number. Uh, Rick and Bubba join us uh, at the top of the hour. So we are. Um, 
kind of coming back, looking at the day, I love to kind of give you guys what day it is. I, we don't do that every day. I just think it's funny on some things. Well, we got one every day. Did, did y'all know it's National Unfriend Day? So now's the day you unfriend people? Is this I a guess social so. media thing? Or is uh, yeah. this or can get, I just can unfriend I just, you? Can I just go, hey, that guy, I'm done. Yeah. Today can is I, the 10th annual uh, National Unfriend Day. So drop someone on social media when you get a chance. How about drop social media? Yeah, it's a drop. That drops a lot of people. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. dropping a bunch. Right. Um, or can you go, like, let's say there's somebody that you pretty much have been putting up with, but you really don't like them. Mm-hmm. Can you go, hey, I'm tired of faking it. Yeah. Today's unfriend day. Right. So um, un- please quit. For those, of, for those that don't have social media, yeah. I can think yeah. of. You're maybe, no longer invited maybe to Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cl- clean up. Maybe clean up who you're following or something. Just go. You clean know up the mess. You know, maybe mm. I, I maybe it's a little too cluttered here. National Unfriend Day. How about that. Wow, <laughs> we've come a long way in this country. <laughs> Speaking of of what to do, I do have a. I got a question for next week because so we've got mm. you. You hit me with that yesterday. I was not expecting. Thanksgiving has snuck up on yeah. me, and I didn't realize that it is next week, which means we'll be off Thursday. And I guess will there be a best of Friday or replay? Black, Black Friday best of. Yep. All right. So, and you just said the words that I, that's what I'm wanting to address. Mm-hmm. Black Friday. Mm-hmm. So, to our audience, um, what are you going to do with your time now? Because I don't think you're going to be able to do what we've done in the past. Is that go out and shop, shop, shop till you drop? Yeah, I think you're right, and I, I think it's all about what state you fall under, uh, and their guidelines and the governors and and the restrictions that they're putting out. Yeah. Um, uh, you know that that's a that's a great question. I know that uh, a lot of people are trying to get ahead of it because a lot of businesses and we have some that we promote. They're you know starting their Black Friday savings early because they can kind of sense, hey, you know, some people are trying to get you ahead of it, camping out and all that. Right, and and, and the shipping companies, from what I understand, are already bogged down. Yeah. Oh yeah. So now it's going to make it even worse because yeah. they're not going. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, and how do you use your time? So, like, if you're that person that spent six to eight hours shopping on Black Friday, now what do you do? Do you mm-hmm. sit in front of a computer and shop, or do you just do something different? Mm-hmm. And I guess there's some that are just chance it and go anyway. You know, yeah, uh, I, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know how that works. I don't know what the rules. I are. I do know that most, and this is where you feel sorry. Maybe for that's a lot the of question. The, the are brick, you willing to chance it? The brick and mortar places, I, and I forgot what percentage, but of those that are like, you know, they have places in the mall. Yeah, I mean, help me on this, but I think they said they make like seventy percent of their yearly retail sales during the Christmas season. Yeah, they depend I, on that to kind of basically stay afloat. Stay afloat. So if they're not getting that, well, I think they'll get it. Um, let's take Walmart for instance. I think Walmart will be fine, but this going to be online orders. Or to your point, is there because you don't get to physically walk in Walmart, are you going to Amazon instead mm-hmm. or Best Buy or whatever? Mm-hmm. I don't know the question. Yeah. I don't know the answer to that. Last time I was at Walmart, everybody was running around in there like they were okay normal. with it. Yeah. So um, I, I think a lot of folks just go, hey, look, I kind of know what I'm dealing with now. I know how to get in and out of a store you know, to to the best of my ability, and, and I'm going. Yeah. And, and I'm just going to try to wear a mask and in some cases wear gloves and stay out of everybody's face and get in and out as best I can. I mean, I think you'll have a lot of that. Do you? Yeah. yeah. Cause some people are, they want to see it and touch it and go, okay, this is it and take it home with them. You know, a lot of people don't like, well, Oh, okay. I'm a order and let's just hope it gets here. Hey, it's a big test for people. Cause we've made the comment as men, um, you know, the same people that will complain about COVID, mm-hmm. uh, or that are scared of COVID yeah. scared of the pandemic. 
will find themselves at a ball game. That's like their yeah. Is the shopping for the women? Yeah. Hey, I hadn't I hadn't been to a ball game. Yeah. I hadn't been out and about and hadn't seen my family. Hadn't gone to church. But at dead gum, and I'm going to Belt. Yeah, I'm going in Best Buy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, probably. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, and I, I think you, you're gonna, you're probably seeing, too, instead of just one day and I'm rushing out, a lot of people are starting it and they're, and they're going multiple times. So, it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. have as much. But um, And then if you're in, in the you know in that category where you don't need to be out, then you're not going. Yeah. Uh, hopefully everybody's got enough common yeah. sense to go, well, I'm going to stay here. And, you know, and it's think tough. Think about what you just said. That, you know, and I know all of y'all do the same thing, but this the holiday season is is just different this year because, I mean, yeah. my gracious, it's 2020, right? Yeah. And and I know you guys love it, but, that, boy, I tell you, the Wilburns love the holidays. I mean, we sure. love the holidays. We love to get together, and we love fellowshipping and hanging out and all this kind of stuff, and it's been announced from my parents, hey, it's going to be different, you know. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, it's – and that's going to be hard, I think, you know, because um, I cannot re- – I can't remember the last time that we weren't with our parents uh, on Thanksgiving. Yeah. I can't remember. Can't even – Can't even. I mean, where do I start? Can't even remember. I don't know that we ever have been, a, you know, but it's this year is going to be different. To new tradition, yeah, world. it's a whole nother world. Here, here, yeah, new tradition, yep. And then, then you got Christmas. So, but every, all families are dealing with that, and I guess you just try to have a common sense approach and and know who doesn't need to be there and who does and who's had it and who you know. But as I told my kids, you know, you, you you've had it, but that don't mean you can't bring it in. You know, wash yeah. your hands, <laughs> still stay out of everybody's face. I'm trying to wear my mask, wash my hands, do the best I can do. Yeah, That's all I can do. <laughs> Can't do nothing about it. <laughs> I mean, what really? What do you do? Yeah, I know it's been different here. Holidays are going to look different in here. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, we always have tons of people in here and bands, yeah. and oh, we're just yeah. hooping and hollering and having the best all kinds time. of good stuff. And we're going to get through it. We're going to make the best of it, but it's just going to be a little different. I got an email earlier today. Somebody asking when the Golden Ticket Season will open up. I said, I have no idea. Yeah, none. Yeah, I'm telling everybody that I that I hope they open up second quarter of 2021. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the mindset. Right. Well said. I'd like to see the interns get back in here, too. Yeah, yeah. that'd be nice. Yeah. But Harry Murdoch is having so much fun. He is. Yeah. He's no, been he's a not. superstar. Right. He's not having any fun at all. Well, he's a, he's a pro is what he is. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Good time, gang. Just hanging out, enjoying the day with you. Give us a holler. Unscreened phone calls will be Rick a part of the show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is 25 minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Rick and Bubba Show. Okay, Greg has handed me another sponsor read here uh, without me prepping it because this is a request from Ryan Greenwood. Uh, and again, are we thinking about the client at all? Uh, but anyway, um, it's, it's brought to you by here, this portion of the show brought to you by Gabby.com slash Bubba. And this is where if you are looking at your uh, homeowner's insurance or your car insurance and you really don't know if you've got a good rate or not and you're like okay well i don't know do i have a good rate do i not i don't know why but this is an area where a lot of people just kind of take whatever they got and they don't question it and they just pay it well gabby what they do is they shop it around for your exact same coverage to see if you can get a lower rate maybe save you uh, a, a few bucks right 
And I'm talking about the current coverage you're on, and they shop that around to like some of the, the top 40 insurance providers around. And then they come back and they either say, hey, you know what? You got you a good deal. Stay where you are. Or you can move companies, keep your same rate or keep your same coverage, and the rate is much better. It's going to save you a lot of money. So whatever the case, make sure you check them out at Gabby.com. That's G-A-B-I.com slash Bubba. Uh, it's totally free to check your rate, and there's no obligation. So uh, stop paying for your car or homeowner's insurance. It takes about two minutes to see how much you can save. Again, the website is Gabby.com slash Bubba, or you can look at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. I got an idea how you can win some money for Christmas. All right. What you Speedy got? or everybody? Everybody. Pick okay. six NFL game winners on Fox Free Super Six Contest. You win one million. Listen to this. Though. Isn't it coming from Terry Bradshaw? It's Terry it Bradshaw. Is. But listen to Terry this. Bradshaw's money. money. Not only do you have to pick six winners, which is if you've ever played a parlay, that's almost impossible. And the NFL's tough. Right. Even gotta, straight up winners. You got to pick the margin of victory. Yeah. Okay. See, you might as well say you get fifty million because yeah. ain't nobody gonna get that. I've been watching Terry come out with his briefcase of money, which is funny. Mm. Um, well, just, I mean, it's hard enough just to pick six winners, but you got to get the margin too. Are you kidding me? You okay over there? Well, I'm just saying it's that. Kind of fired you. That's up. like that time we had a sponsor, and it was the bull riding. Mm-hmm. You know, we we both rode the bull. Yes, they we come did. back one year and said, and "Hey, the bull th- was this year, won't we do it?" They said, "We'll pay you if you stay on. You get like five thousand dollars." I said, "Well, why don't you say a million? Because I'm not going to stay on. It doesn't matter. I mean, what's that got to do with anything?" Right. And I said, "No, I'm not doing it." But they actually thought that <laughs> that was sharp. And I said, "Because w- I know I'm not going to get it. Yeah. Why would I do that? It's impossible." I um, I was watching a little bit of Monday Night Football last night. And, you were, and and maybe a couple plays, and I kind of got bored with it. Mm-hmm. And I have gone back and watched, and I don't know when it came out. I, I think I told y'all this yesterday off air. It was an HBO series called John Adams, hmm. and I, I've gone back and watched. It's really good. What's his name? I went Giamatti. school with Johnny Adams. What's a, what's a Giamatti? Uh, not the not the baseball owner, the son. Yeah, um, um, Paul. Paul. <clears throat> he actually plays Bart, Bart John Giamatti Adams, son. and um, yeah, there you go. And so I'm going back and watching. And Caroline, I've been watching it over the last few days, and Caroline has come in and been like, "What are you watching? Who are these people? What's mm-hmm. going on?" Yeah, and it's opened up a conversation with her to go. Here's this is the founding fathers. There's Benjamin Franklin, Thomas mm-hmm. Jefferson, John Adams. There's George Washington. Here's what they had to go through, mm-hmm. and it led to a conversation of we don't have to go through anything like this anymore. Like every generation has made it easier on the other, and that's part of the problem that we are facing right now. And I got to asking her, and, and look, she's only thirteen; she'll be fourteen soon. And I said, "What's your generation going to be known for?" Like, mm. what 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 are y'all going to do? Like, I we can. I mean, what these people did, remarkable. Mm-hmm. I mean, unbelievable. How what? Don't think that they just sat in a room together. They had to leave their families. They were sent. There was one episode where um, John Adams is sending his son away at like twelve years old, hmm. and uh, he he goes on this this uh voyage over to europe with him Mm -hmm. and they and you hear them talk and and their language everything is just so much more brilliant than anything we got going on today and you send your kid over with uh john and then two years later you send him to russia to study something it's like you know what i send you five minutes down the road to one of the best so-called local 
public schools and you complain about it. Like, what? what is your general – it was just an interesting Senator, conversation. Senator, how would you we, like if I send you to Russia to I mean, goodness bit. gracious. <laughs> yeah. what, if we had to, what if we had to go hey, on a I'm ship 3,000 <laughs> miles away yeah. knowing that the British are going to shoot at us at some point we're going to yeah. get in a fight with them only to make it across? Wow. I mean, that happened. And and we're sitting here complaining because it's, you know, a little chilly and you don't have the appropriate sweater. I mean, I what, – <laughs> And so it, it, the thing she was listing off on what their generation is going to do was quite comical coming from a 13-year-old. Um, but the point was to get her to start thinking about these things. Yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, I'm not, I don't think at 13 you should plan out your life for the next 20 years. That's not mm-hmm. what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you got to put the phone down every once in a while and think about more than just the next day. That's all I'm asking you to do. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you want to do? Like, look at what these men are doing. Mm-hmm. They, they decided, Hey, I'm, we're, I'm going to law school. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. I want, what, what do you, have you even thought about like, what makes you have like, Hey, Caroline, do you know people work eight to 10 hours a day? Some 12. That's a long time to go somewhere. I would try to find something I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. What what interests you? Yeah, she's looking at me like I'm crazy. And Amanda Thanks started chiming in. Day. Amanda yeah. started chiming in, and I kind of got to back off because then Amanda was jumping in, and and it was really good info from her. <laughs> and I thought this is an awesome parenting moment we're having here. This is good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Of course, Maddie, Maddie God, ruined it. At, Maddie ruined it at times because. She would jump in with something that made zero sense as an eight year old, but funny. Yeah. And so those serious moments right. now I was starting to laugh at. <laughs> Trying to chime. She said uh She was assistant coach. She said well, <laughs> yeah. she was. That's exactly what she was doing. And there was one moment I said, Caroline, I said, You you need I said, Y'all's idea of go out and play is I walk out the front door and I get on a swing that I've taken five steps to get on. Mm-hmm. That's your idea of play. Mm-hmm. Can't be on a trampoline anymore. No, no, that's gone. that's gone. And, and thank you, and thank Maddie you, goes, Tree. But that is going outside <laughs> and playing. She went outside and she's playing on the swing. <laughs> I'm like, that's not the point here. Thank you, you're, assistant coach. Technically, you're that's correct. Not the point. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm saying we had to think through our day when yeah. we went to play outside. We rode a bike for two miles down the road. Yeah. And at some point, we were going to have to l- have lunch. And how are we going to make that happen? There was no cell phones. What do we do? I mean, the thought was we had to actually make it happen. Mm-hmm. You going to the swing and grabbing your phone and doing. <laughs> If they, mm-hmm. they if, selfies, if, I don't. I mean, what good? They would think life nothing. without a phone. Oh, oh my god, they gosh. can't imagine. No, I mean that'd be like living in a third world country to them. Yeah, because I mean, I mean, even us now, because we we grew up with that, but we're so used to them now. We all act like morons about mm-hmm. it. Imagine that's all you've ever known. I told her. I said, look. I said, it's it's our fault as parents. It's our fault. We're the ones that give you the dang things. I said, there's things that my parents did that made life easy on me. And there's things that I'm doing make life easier on you, and we're do- it's a detriment to you, period. And, of course, Amanda's sitting there chiming in, and Maddie's assistant coach, and Mm-mm. Braden really needed to be the one to hear a lot of that, and he was fishing. That's tough. That's tough, but he's he, outside. He is. If he heard what was happening, no. he'd have ran. Yeah. I would have. Yeah. Use that as an example. I said, Braden knew what he wanted to do today. He'd planned it two days. Mm. He's gone. He won't be back for a while. He's with his buddies, the squad. The squad. I don't know why. I don't think they call themselves the squad. They do have a nickname, though. Okay Buddies or something. Okay. I think that's it. <laughs> I see the little text group, Okay Buddies. There's like six to eight of them.
I don't know why. I don't know why that. You know how we'll go. Okay, buddy. You know that. Oh yeah. That, oh, yeah. I yeah, think I that's kind of where they picked up. Okay, on buddies. It. I like that. Yeah. That's a cool little group. Yep. Um, I was gonna call us that if we hadn't already been used. Yeah. Uh, so you, we started this segment off with you saying you watched a little bit of the NFL uh, and the Vikings did win. Uh, so, Bub, I know you're so excited. Um, but staying with this, jumping gears in the sports world, but Mike Tyson, all right. I mean, really changing gears. He, uh, sat down and talked to Jim Gray. Uh, we all remember remember Jim Gray used to make everybody mad. Yes. Yeah. I think Carl Malone got him one time. Pete Rose got him one time. A bunch of people. Because he always asks these questions that nobody, you know, Mm -hmm. and I mean, just got dogged. Carl Malone got him one time. How about, was it Tim McCarver that time? Do you remember it? Was it? Oh, and Dion put water on him. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah. Well, Man. they were in that same uh, generation at that time yeah, as yeah, far as yeah. sports and the hate, the hated guys. They were the hated guys. I know who you're talking about, though. Yeah. But, like, so let me take you back to 1997 when Tyson was fighting Holyfield. Mm-hmm. And it's the, the, the famous, he bit half of Holyfield's yeah. ear off. Yeah. Hit him twice. Yeah. I mean, we all remember that, right? Yep. I, mean, that, yes. I mean, even I was if I was watching it live, even yeah. if you weren't alive then, you still like to I this day. Like my kids talk about yeah. about that, <laughs> and, and they have to go back and watch videos. I was watching it with my okay buddies, right? That's right. Yeah, there you go. Um, well, Tyson had a confession. He said he wasn't trying to bite his ear; he was trying to kill him. He said he was tired what? of getting his head butted, yeah, he and, and stuff. And he said he head. literally, when he went to go bite him. He wasn't just trying to to bite his ear. He was trying to kill him, like a like like, like a pit bull, like bite just, his neck. Yeah, yeah. He meant the rage. Yeah, yeah, just the rage of uh, just like get off me. I'm tired of this crap. And 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 said he wasn't just going. Oh, hey, I'm man. gonna I'm gonna bite your ear. Uh, it was it was. <laughs> I am gonna I'm gonna t- I'm gonna get my sink my sink my teeth into you, and I'm trying to kill you. <laughs> he said he was that wow. raging mad. At the time. Mike don't like being headbutted. No. Evidently. Not many no. people do. Plus, you also have theory that people said that he knew he couldn't win. He yeah, yeah, there's that. Yeah. Because yeah. he done figured out that, hey, I can't handle him. He said, and, and only as Rick can talk like look, Mike Tyson, he said, no, I bit him because I was trying to kill him. I was really mad about uh, my head being bumped and everything. I really lost consciousness at, uh, of the whole fight. Uh, it took me... Uh, out of my uh, my fight plan and everything, so he kind of just you know have you ever gotten so mad where you kind of black out? <laughs> yeah. You just you're raging. You're yeah, so I don't mad? think his plan originally was to bite his ear. No, no. Say, when I get these guys are are something else. Boxers, MMA fighters, yeah. UFC. I, I don't I don't get how they do it day in and day oh, out. Either. Yeah. I mean, you're going to get. It takes a special person. It takes either a special person or somebody that, hey, this is just my way I have to live in this world because I can't do anything else, and I'm I've got a gift, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go out and do it. Yeah. Trying to kill him. Blacked out. Said I was so mad. I just I just wanted to spit it in here. Give me that ear. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come right back. Eight six Greg's here. Here in the break. Oh yeah. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. I can't start another. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes until top of the hour. Thank you so much for tuning in to the kickoff hour here on the Rick and Bubba Show. 
Uh, we just uh, kind of sitting around uh, looking at some of the headlines of the day, uh, which if, if uh, you're not into the, uh, the election, uh, then you don't have a whole lot to look at, but we're trying. Uh, and the number is 866-WE-BE-BIG. We do have uh, some unscreened phone calls that we might kind of look over and sprinkle into this segment. I do want to give you an update because I know y'all have been sitting just patiently waiting. Um, you know, the capsule last night connected yeah, to the yeah. space station. So that was just, that was the next big feat, yeah. And they conquered mm. it. So mm. twenty seven hours later, after launch, we're connected up. I know it fires you up, Greg. They still got them goofy uniforms on, Greg. They Here changed clothes. They changed clothes once they got out of. Okay. You know that? Yeah, whatever. Yeah, they changed into their that little was part, polos. And that was all part that. of the discussion during the the launch. If you'd watch it. Well, you know, Goodness one thing gracious. that I thought was kind of was kind of cool is just because the launch was delayed a day. <laughs> the, the the trip went from eight hours to twenty something hours. Twenty seven, yeah, yeah twenty seven. Mm, that's yeah. that's a, that's, big a, that's a big Throw jump. A sleep schedule. In there. That's a big jump, it my is. friend. That hurt you. Uh huh. Ooh. Eight six six. We be big. Uh, let's jump over uh, to unscreened phone calls. Then I got to ask a question uh, for Greg. Uh, what's up? Six zero one. Holla. Hey, I was wondering if y'all gonna do it out there with a meat and if I can be on hold for twelve days working Christmas. <laughs> Already, that that's a throwback right. to last week yeah. when we were saying some of you that call yeah. and just want to be and what? twelve days. <laughs> 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 what if we uh, came in and put him on hold every morning until every morning started? Every morning. Let's go to nine one two checking in. Nine one two is hey, in the 912. house. What up, nine one two? Hey, what's up, Speedy? It's Brad, man. Hey, Brad is in the house. What's happening? Mm-hmm. I don't know it, man. How you guys doing? Oh, we're good. Just kicking things off with the boys. Okay. Are you in the bathroom, Brad? Sound like you're in the bathroom. Brad, are you? I need to know if no. you're in the. Did you call us in the bathroom? No, I'm talking to you in my hearing aid, too. Put it on my other. I Just can't. Have, when you serve in the military. There you go. Oh, he said hearing aid. Got he, it. Okay. That's, All right. Got it. That. So, that, now you're better. <laughs> anyway, Tried to make us feel bad by right, throwing military. Right. Going to the gym though yeah. says he's about to go work out. <laughs> you it? know that doesn't yeah, work with yeah, us, yeah. Brad. <laughs> <laughs> that is the kryptonite. Twenty nine year old, twenty nine year old former NFL player that's in the military now that I work out with. Oh, he's a he's a big old boy. Wow. Uh, yeah, but anyway, I was going to call them. I try to tell everybody about Georgia right now. So, you know, we are the deciding factor for the Senate race. So yeah, I'm trying to put it right. out there in the military. Yeah. A lot of people, I tell them, I'm like, man, y'all, y'all got to vote for, for Purdue and Loeffler. I know. I mean, I Is it Loeffler or Leffler? Leffler, Loeffler, I, sh- I don't know. I was, I, I was saying Loeffler, and somebody corrected me. That's why I was asking. I, I just kind of wanted to run Leffler, I think. Yeah, I was a. I was the first one in line voting on October 12th for early voting for where I live in Pooler, uh, right outside Savannah. Yeah. And I went in there, and they had a problem with the with the machine. Oh, no. So I sat in there for 15 minutes for them to redo everything, call Atlanta, <laughs> call back, and then they had to give me another yellow card. Didn't think nothing of it. I thought, oh, well, it's early voting. It's just a part of it. Mm-hmm. And then it finally worked. And then by the time I came out, there was like 300 people in line on October 12th. But it just that, looking at things and looking at everything that's going on in the news and being a part of it made me think, hmm, you know, it's just one of those things where you look back. I wonder if they really did have a problem. I never had a problem before early voting. Everything went smooth and everything went down the wire. So, And I live in Chatham County, what they were talking about, the deciding factor. Yeah. Deciding County. So, uh, 
Well, the, the, there's, I, you know, I don't know, Brad, but I'll tell you this. There's a story today out of Fox News, and others have picked it up. Uh, Georgia recount unearthed more than uh, 2,600 uncounted ballots in Floyd County. They just found them. They yeah. never were counted. Yeah. Uh, so I think, yeah. um, I think that, but it only, uh, I think Trump got 800 out of that, I believe. But that's just weird that the recount has now unearthed votes that just ballots that just didn't count. Yeah, there's no way that a state could be so, like, guaranteed red for the last election. Everybody here in the state is just like, what? Right. The only people not surprised are people that live in the Atlanta area. Yeah. 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 Problem is, there's a lot of folks there. there. Yeah, there's three military bases around me. Right. A lot of those guys that absentee voting, they're just now getting back from Poland and Germany. Yeah. And other places I can't say, but they're there, you know, and yeah. they, they did their absentee ballots. And I wonder when I was in the military, did it ever get counted? Right. Well, it makes you wonder. Uh, it really does, uh, sadly, just because of uh, where we are. But hey, look, have a good workout. Yeah. We got to roll, but good to hear from you, man. Hey, Speedy, get back in the gym, man. Now, wait, well, well we're, we're there. See, uh, what a lot of folks don't know, you went from working out with me back when you lived here to now you're working out with a former NFL guy. I think you're doing better now. <laughs> yeah, I'm at 190. I'm at 190 after my accident, but yeah, he's my aquarium. I'm just a little fish in his aquarium. Hey, hey, hey! You've got you've got 25 seconds. Can you tell everybody what happened to you with your parachute? Uh, uh yeah, my parachute collapsed. Uh, Listen to this. So I fell 125 feet. I was in the TBICU trauma mm. at UAB for drug-induced coma for four weeks, and in a wheelchair for nearly five months. And now you're going to work out. We're walking. Yep, and now I'm working out. All right, buddy. I can write a book on pain management. Yes, you so, could. Anyway. Yes, you could. Tell the family we said hey, okay? We'll do that. All right, man. Buddy, y'all take care. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, how about how about yeah, when you parachute? Well. I don't even want to think about that. Ooh, that'd be no. a panic. Mm. Yeah. Panic. Uh, I saw one of, these, uh, it's one of these reality shows where they survived it or something like that, and there was actual footage of um, someone jumping out and uh, – it was actually, uh, I think, uh, the wife or the fiance of the person recording, and she's just she's in that dead spin, and it won't it won't open or whatever. And she hits, she survives, but she hits a parking lot and wow. and, and survives. Had to totally reconstruct her face, everything. But just the horror of just hey, I, I I'm in this spin, I can't get out of it. Yeah. yeah, it is. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us. A brand new hour has begun. This hour starts with a national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what's so Twilight's last gleaming Whose broad stripes and bright stars Through the perilous fight O'er the ramparts we watched Were so gallantly
It's now past the hour. The Rick and Bubba Show, a brand new hour beginning. Your phone calls are 866-WE-BE-BIG. We do have um, the stories to unpack today, but chatting with you always uh, always brings some things maybe to the table we weren't thinking of. Uh, so we look forward to that today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, and Eddie Van Adler all in the mix. They've already given you a kickoff hour that runs across uh, the Rick and Bubba Radio Network. Tune in out uh, the YouTube uh, archive or live. Also, our podcast archives. However, you get Rick and Bubba content, the kickoff hours part of it. And now we move forward uh, as Bubba and I will join them uh, on today's journey. But uh, in order for us all to get on the field, we got to bring in the pride of Cedar Springs, Alabama. But most of you probably know him best as the Silver Tongue. The man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza in a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere. Welcome in to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Let's go. I hit a wall and I'm about to give up. I got going, but the going just got tough. My body's aching and I've had enough. Whoa, whoa. But I remember that I've been here before. Heard the devil knocking around my back door. I told him not to come around. Persevere. It doesn't. Come on, let's go do this. Is that an understatement or what? Boy, I'm telling you, that song, when old Trevor wrote that, he didn't know what was coming, did he? <laughs> Trev. Oh, uh, how about it, everybody? Good. Did everybody see, good? Good. Did you see me uh, learning from the past? Look over. If you're going to use the CD player and make sure she's ready. Yeah, there you go. And, I like it. And she wasn't. Like and she wasn't. So I'm glad I did. I'm glad I looked. Uh, at least I will say this. Uh, 
I know there's a lot of things going on in a lot of people's lives right now. Yeah, really? And, uh, you know, we're we're all trying to push through this, but uh, my goodness, uh, Nicaragua, did you see the, uh, mm. the the footage of Iota? Isn't that the name of that hurricane? Well, it was, it was F, a biggie. It was an F5 for a, oh. a moment, and then as it hit the shore, I think oh. still an F4. Yeah. And that area's already been battered right. pretty good this year. Mm. It's, uh, it's had all kinds of problems. You I know. mean, it's just, uh, the, there is no telling what what damage that that thing has done yeah it was i saw it headed that way and i just thought because we have so many friends there and um it was just heartbreaking to watch it and as you just stated uh that country even outside of weather has been through a lot because they live under tyrannical dictatorship that can decide at any moment they're going to cut you off or something take something from you uh put put their um um basically their thugs on the street uh, that they take care of and give them all the advantages of being with the ruling class, and, and that kind of motivates them to go out and to do to you whatever they want them to. Uh, but I'm looking at some of the footage right now Adler's showing, and it, it's, it's bad. Uh, it's yeah, bad. it really is. And you got to remember in the poorest parts of Nicaragua, yeah. not the part where people vacation but where people actually live, yeah. mm-hmm. It it uh, there's not a lot of infrastructure there. These are not right. houses that can withstand much. No. It's no. no. really sad. So. Be in prayer for those people, and obviously, I, I'll, I'll talk with some of the. Yeah, yeah, I know you got some connections. Yeah, there. well, I'll talk with some of the uh, ministries we have to see if we're getting any kind of communication from uh, Pastor Aragon. He was actually here in the United States um, uh, either last weekend or the, or the weekend before, uh, because I, I had a chance to go have lunch with him, but I was going out of town. So anyway, we'll so we'll try to get see if I can't find out something there. But I just some of the footage we're seeing right here is just unbelievable. Wow, you know what gets me on stuff like this though. Sometimes just as amazing is the people that survive. Oh, I know. I mean, I you, know. you look and you're like, how does anybody survive? Oh, I know. You're, I you're mean, in a you're in a glorified lean to, right? And oh, you have a cat five, and you come out of it. I, I don't know how. You, I mean, you would what think, kind of nightmare was that though? Yeah, you would think when you see these these structures, you would say, well, it'll kill everybody. I mean, there's nobody to survive that, and mm. uh, but people do. So those there will be a, a ton of amazing stories and. Uh, they're just a, a wonderful, beautiful people that, uh, again, uh, find themselves, as I said, outside of weather. The reason why they live in these types of um, buildings and homes is because of the life they have to live because of their their government. And uh, to to embrace that type of government, uh, if you don't have to embrace it, you know, a lot of these people didn't have any say in it. I mean, oh, I the, the war, the wars raged. Oh and, yeah, and, some, this, and somebody this won. Is, this is socialism. Oh. This is communism at its finest. Yeah, it's a, it's a mess. Anytime, look, let me just give everybody a heads up. Anytime those signs start going up with the the new the new per, the new uh, party's face all over it, and mm-hmm. and, the, and telling you how great it is that they're in yeah. charge, it's, that's that's never good. I would say instead of signs, what about dig ditches for plumbing? Uh, yeah. Infrastructure, oh, yeah. Probably, yeah. Uh, electric lines—that would be a good start. Well, Bubba, if I'm if I'm the ruling class, highways. If I'm the ruling class, and my wife wants a bunch of trees everywhere with lights on it, yeah. No matter how much is. they cost, I put them up. Now right. you don't have any food, but come look at our lighted tree. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. The tree was it called the trees of life or whatever it is that, yeah. that the the wife puts mm-hmm. up all over Nicaragua. Mm. You see them everywhere, by the way. So yeah. it's shock. I think they somebody told me they're about. I bet they're laying in piles this morning. Yeah, I think somebody told me they cost about twenty five. 30 grand to put one up. <sighs> American money. <laughs> Man. <laughs> in there. And they're everywhere. Yeah. 
so uh, 15 minutes past, so be in prayer for all those that uh, are affected. It was ugly. They're survivors, though, the ones that made it. We'll be back. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. 866-WE-BE-BIG. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We shall see. There is power, power, power. power Alright, so Bubba, let's get an update on how SpaceX is doing. That's how SpaceX is doing out there. We got, we got a dog with a space station. Yes, but as a known scientist, it was a bit surprising if the girl blinded me with something. Four, three, into the orbit, Bubba. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so, so give us an update. What's going on? All right, Rick. The SpaceX, drew, uh, the SpaceX Crew Dragon docked with the International Space Station overnight. It delivered four astronauts, joining the three crew members already on the ISS, which, by the way, we mentioned uh, last week, we have now had someone in orbit around the Earth on the space station for 20 years. That's amazing. Can I ask you this? Because that's important for me to know. I know that we have all we all love now to – everything has to be the letters now. Right. You know, it's not Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> it's BWW. <laughs> right. All right. So am I shifting now to ISS? Well, that's pretty standard, International Space Station. It's, so, it's, but it's, we don't say International Space Station? We can say either one. Right. But, we can say but, but if I said – well, I tell you, it's good to see SpaceX docking with ISS. The people inside would say Burge is on the inside. Well, they, they'd know what you're talking about. Most right. everybody knows. ISS is pretty standard. It's a little that. close to the t- term ISIS, which bothers me a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, Rick, this uh, was the first official mission to carry astronauts to the space station and uh, do away with reliance on Russian rockets. The journey took just over 27 hours as a spacecraft named uh, Resilience docked automatically with a space station some 260 miles above the earth. Rick, I saw the, 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 the path that this thing has to do. Remember that space station is flying about four times the speed of a rifle bullet. Okay, that's how fast it's moving through the I sky. Can't crazy. So we basically are taking two bullets, pulling them up next to each other, and then making them dock so soft that they don't knock each other off course. But we can't figure out how to do mail-in voting. <laughs> that, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. So, and Rick, we, and, Haley, we walked around on the moon fifty years ago. Fifty. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And I know. and we can't vote. And Rick, what's so cool about the docking maneuver they do on this? They come up under the space station, actually get in front of it, and then turn around and slow down to to meet up with them to dock. And uh, as a matter of fact, we've got so many people on it now, we're a bed short, and uh, one of the Uh-oh. Americans will sleep in the Dragon capsule right yeah. now. Tight so, quarters. Yep. 
So oh, that was three Americans. Did they draw and one, straws uh, on that how Japanese did, astronaut. How did that person? There had to be some kind yeah, of system. They got six months of that. Well, because you know, I, t- I told you about the little beach weekend we got to have mm-hmm. this last weekend with the friends that yeah. invited us to to their home there at the beach. At first, there were more couples going, and they said, "Well, no, we can house everybody, but everybody can't have a bedroom if the number stays here." And I start thinking, man, and as some couples start dropping out, I was kind of. Yeah, because you know, I, I you think you think old big, bigging on day bed, <laughs> not that. No, put your bigging on the well, day bed. comfortable not and, sleeping and, and in the sunroom. Well, the, oh, the good news. <laughs> hey, roll out that couch up there in that one room. The, the no. good news in space on orbit. Uh, you remember how they used to sleep in the space shuttle? They had like a sleeping bag, and then they just uh, tie it to the wall. Yeah, because you can sleep in any position. Sure. <laughs> So that was. <laughs> I don't know that the guy in the in the dragon capsule ain't got the best. Deal. I was gonna say he may have more room than anybody. It looked as if he was taking one for the team by going, "Hey, I'll do this. Y'all don't have to do this." But Rick, he's got a place by himself. No, that is good. That's that's smart. So when you're floating and sleeping, if, like I'm on, I'm on a, a right. sleeping bag up against the wall, and I'm. But how does it how does it feel? Am I? I guess I'm perfectly <laughs> aligned, right? I mean, I guess uh, I don't have any aches and pains mm, or anything. Well, like that. I, I, is this I, the ultimate waterbed? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, I, I could Kelly see. I, I could see where you know it might be better, and I could see where it might be worse in some yeah. way. Because like I'm trying to picture me, I can't snuggle on my pillow. I mean, I'm in air. <clears throat> I think, I think uh, physically you'd be fine. It's the mental part that yeah, I, I would struggle right. with. Where's my pillow? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where's my snuggle up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> So and, I, yeah, and if you're a CPAP guy, I'd have to plug in somewhere. Well, you'd look too. And I, how about this, Bubba? Bubba you'd look at <laughs> me. Oh, Has anybody ever used yeah. a CPAP? I don't. I don't. I think that's probably. <laughs> I think they disqualify. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't think you'd well, look over. Why is Rick <laughs> Lowe floating there on his stomach? Why it's sleeping yeah. on his stomach? <laughs> <laughs> I think if Rick I'm me on my side. If I'm not if I'm not mistaken, when you're in space, you actually get taller because your your discs are not compressed against go. each other. Adler signing up. Uh, yep. You also some of them have eye trouble when they come back because the shape of their eye has changed and it uh, it messes uh, hey, your hey, it focal length. In it. Uh, yeah. Rick, I'm taller, but I can't see. Uh, we, we got some samples and. Uh, and and on the on the long term, I think your your bone density suffers a little bit. That's why they they strap themselves down to the treadmill and try to get exercise yeah, when yeah, they can. Yeah, so, yeah. but uh, you, you remember some of them in the earlier ones. I think it was like Skylab or something. They would run around the ring inside, you know, and you just yes. see them running circles like a, like a hamster. <laughs> yeah. So so we we the SpaceX team. Yep. Had a flawless launch. Yep. They have a flawless dock. Yep. Everybody's in. And it was automatic, Rick, from the time it left the launch pad. Well, the whole the whole launch is uh, mm-hmm. computer controlled. And then the one that's supposed to land on the remote-operated boat, all that went fine. The the drone ship in the Atlantic, <laughs> right. in the middle of the night. I love you trying to make The sense first stage <laughs> landed perfectly. <laughs> There's a lot going on. Yep. And it all seems to be no, no problems. Moving <laughs> How are we getting back? Well, they're up there for like six months, six and then months, the right. capsule will come back, and uh, you know, do not a re- everybody's do a coming re-entry. back. Yeah. I don't think, yeah. and uh, we'll splash down in the. Uh, it, it can SpaceX is really. I mean, you talking about engineered this thing out, Rick? Mm-hmm. They can land on either side of Florida depending on the weather. Right. So they have two recovery ships. 
they have two rescue crews right. so they can land in the Gulf or they can land in the Atlantic, depending on what they're doing. Now, they they, they probably had to beef up their security for the Gulf. You but I'll think. be honest with you. If I could get on a boat and go out and watch that thing come in, I'd be all about it. Wouldn't you? I'd love to see one come back. Yeah. Yeah, that that would it had to be no no hassle me getting there. I just have to look and I was there. <laughs> right, be, right. Yeah, somebody just somehow physically <laughs> pick you up and take you there. Yeah. It'd be like also, a deep I'd have sea, to look and go, man, I'm out here. This is going to be awesome. It'd be like a deep sea fishing trip, but you're yeah. you're watching a space capsule no, come back. Yeah, you know? no. Now, yeah. they, they got a little close last time. Uh, we need to keep everybody away and keep worried, your Trump flags about, out of the camera and all that. Yeah, a little, but, uh, a little worried about that one. Yeah. A little worried about, you know, all of a sudden, Earl, Earl the deep sea fishing captain, does he know where things going to land? Well, the good mm. news is, I guess, if SpaceX had problems with their recovery ship, there's plenty of people out there that could grab them. Yeah, you know what? It could be, it could be a Dern. What was it? Dern? What do we call it? That movie? Dern, Dern Corf? Dern What's it called? The one where all the boats went rescued? Dunkirk. 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 It could be Dunkirk Space Edition. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Dunkirk. So, and also, (laughs) also, Rick, and and some, that, while that was all good news, some sad news today, they say comedian Sinbad is recovering from a stroke. I know. I saw that. You know, we've had a lot of people on the show, but every time he's here in studio, it is always a lot of fun. He is rowdy and it is funny. His stand-up's really good. He is. He's a very funny guy. So, so is, is it serious? Well, they said he is recovering. Uh, the family has asked for uh, to respect their privacy during this time, and uh, he's 64 years old. They don't they don't really give you a lot of detail about his condition. How about respecting privacy concerns me a little bit? That means yeah. there's a reason to. Yeah. But hopefully he can recover. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Yo, what's up? This is Sinbad. You listen to the Rick and Bubba show. Bubba playing tennis. <laughs> I bet you won't mess with a band no more. 35 minutes past the hours we mentioned Sinbad has had a stroke. Um, no really other details than that. Hopefully it is uh, something he can overcome uh, to update you. Uh, bringing your attention, uh, as you know, the uh, themanchurch.com. Uh, gosh, I guess it was... Was it 2016 that we had the first 40-day devotional come out even before themanchurch.com was put together and just starting the early days of saying, what could we find some resources for men out there? And we did our first 40-day devotional. That was the pursuit of Christ-centered masculinity, taking eight characteristics uh, that are found in the person of Jesus or the teachings of Jesus. You want the only perfect example of how to be a man. How about when God became one? Then we followed that up, and we did a second installment in the series of How to Be a Man, and that was Real Men of the Bible, uh, where we took eight men of the Bible. We did 40-day devotion with eight men of the Bible, uh, and then we released that. And now, uh, and it is available for pre-order, we'll send you a card that you can give to the men uh, on your Christmas list. And here's what this card will tell them if you use the pre-order on our third and final installment on the How to Be a Man 40-day devotional series. Um, and this one is uh, uh, discovering what it means to be a disciple. We talk about disciple a lot, discipleship. What does that mean? Uh, so Andy Blanks and I have, have written this 40-day devotional along with some other men that we've gone out and, and assigned them uh, some of the five-day uh, thing We have, you know, transformed by Christ, gospel-centered life, uh, hunger to know God, desire to worship God, pursuit of personal holiness. Uh, I wrote those five days and, uh, and, and probably may write some more as well. Christian community, uh, engage with your surroundings, multiplying disciples, make disciples. So it's 40 days of devotional again, and this is the final installment. 
uh, in the How to Be a Man 40-Day Devotional Series. And if you want to get it now, if you use the pre-order, it will come autographed to uh, uh, and uh, for the men that you uh, that you buy it for. Now you say, well, Rick, if it doesn't ship until January, what am I going to get to give them for Christmas? We'll send you a card that is put together that's really cool, and it'll show that you have ordered for them uh, the latest 40-day devotional, and they've got an autographed copy coming. So if this is something that interests you, you can go to howtobeamanpresale.com. All these things are in show notes at rickandbubba.com today, and also uh, you can see it on themanchurch.com too. Howtobeamanpresale.com and get this uh, final installment in this uh, trilogy of the How to Be a Man 40-Day Devotionals, the latest How to Be a Man, Discovering What It Means to Be a Disciple, shipping in January, available for pre-order now, and if you do that, it will come autographed. So, so looking at um, at all the stuff in the football world today, we were just mentioning uh, we have uh, New Orleans Saints Drew Brees. The, now we have the the word on his injury: fractured ribs, collapsed lung, fractured rib, mm. collapse, collapse young. Uh, yeah, lung. I saw the hit that he got uh, during the game, and it looked like he was going to go back in in the second half. And I saw him go to uh, the coach and just say, "Look, I can't go." You yeah. know, he was pointing yeah. to his ribs, and obviously right. it was uh, worse than we even thought. Yeah, I was I was looking at some footage a minute ago that was coming up here on one of the TVs. You see him doing the breathing, um, uh, what's that word? Or that breathing, the stuff they do to get you breathing. The breathing, there's a name for that. What does it call? Anyway, the therapy. I guess yeah. breathing therapy is the way treatment, to, treatment, treatments. Yep. That's what I was looking for. Breathing treatments. Mm-hmm. So uh, any there, and, and his kids were watching him. So and now, hey, we're going to do it big, Dan. Jameis Winston. I mean, here the Saints are in a position. Next to, man up to make yeah. to make something happen. So. So Jameis Winston will, will get his opportunity. How did he do when he came in in the game? He did. He did good. Did he? Uh, he uh, he, he um, spent time with um, was number seven. What's his name? Jason uh, <laughs> Hill. Yeah, yeah. Mister Everything yeah. that can just do whatever. He can play special teams, go down, make a tackle, yeah. play receiver, yeah. play quarterback. He's really something else. But um, Jameis came in and ran most of the series. But then uh, he was. What's his name again? Taysen Hill. Taysen. I think that's his name. He would come in and then run some plays as well. They kind of shared the responsibility. He does that even when breezes are. Yeah, Yeah. probably did it more. Did they do it big then? Yeah, but James did it big at eighth. He he did. He did good. (laughs) I mean, so, that's why he's there, you know. I mean, but, in case of, a, yeah, of an injury, I forgot like this. about Jameis eating the W. Oh, oh yeah. I, I forgot about that too. Forgot and everybody's looking at him like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I'm, get it. I'm eating right. the W. But anyway, you're, so I just saw just saw it was a good clean hit. Yeah, just a big man slams you down, and mm-hmm. you can see, as you mentioned, Bubba, that Drew Brees knew he was hurt pretty quick. He's pointing at his ribs, saying. I can't go. You you know, there's that thing of hey, I think I'm okay. Then I'm I'm hurt. Yeah. I'm, really I, hey, I am hurt. When well, yes. you can't take a deep breath, that yeah. would be a sign. So so that's out when there. When your lungs collapsing on you. In college football, uh, LSU. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh, Coach O. LSU. A report. LSU has ignored uh, sexual assault complaints against football players. Is the allegation. Mm, sounds like Baylor all over again. It, it does. If you read the story from USA Today today, it has that feel. Now, I don't know what's true or not true. I'm just telling you it has that feel. So uh, it says there's uh, cites three cases in which football players were found responsible for sexual assault and were allowed to stay on campus uh, re- receiving deferred suspensions, uh, suspensions and uh, which amounts to probation, meaning they were allowed to continue their life and play ball and all that, saying, hey, we'll, we'll address this later. And you're on probation, uh, and they're saying that these things were covered up and not handled in a way that people would would think would be appropriate. So, um, 
So Argeron has already come out. Nobody can understand what he said. But, right, right. But uh, when, right. They, when they translated it, said he says that uh, we need to support and protect victims of violence and sexual abuse of any kind. No place in our society, nor on this campus, nor in our football program for any behavior of this type. When accusations are made, we have a legal and moral obligation to report every allegation to the university's office, uh, the, the Title IX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he said, so due process can be implemented. He said, I have in the past and will continue to take appropriation appropriate action and comply with reporting protocols. I have confidence today that the university is working to address our policies and processes when allegations arise. He's saying he thinks he's following the right steps. Some people are disagreeing and saying, no, you're not. And then I guess the university will decide if that's the case or not. But uh, whoever wrote this, how they got that paragraph down, they must have worked. Mm-hmm. They, they, they must have really worked to, to get that. So Yeah, that's, LSU, that's a lot of decoding there. LSU, well, you talk about going – from from hey we we the penthouse to the outhouse ah, Rick is man. only one step if you're in an elevator shaft team not very good players didn't want to stay because of COVID now you got all these kind of problems you you know you had Coach O and his his own marriage falling apart uh, after the championship it mm-hmm. was a, it's almost like it was a moment of celebration and then uh, it kind of it's kind of been downhill ever yeah. since then yeah so Bubba again the uh, the person is there is there a person on the planet that violates take advantage of second chances more than Antonio Brown. Uh, Rick, I, I, he's, he's had <laughs> he's had not, not just he done second now? chances. He's had he's multiple multiple chances. Yeah. All right, the Buccaneers are ready to get him on the field. No, right? he's been he's on the been field, on the field, field catching field passes and doing well. Yeah. Well, Antonio Brown allegedly destroyed a security camera in a temper tantrum where he lives. Now he's destroyed property. Yeah. And this was well, back just, in October, but apparently oh, okay. someone came Somebody's to his gated entrance and they called him up to the gate to escort the guest in, and he threw a bike or something at at the arm of the security uh, getting in the gate or something like that and damaged the threw gate. Threw a bike. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let's Got, say that you, you, you were mad like, about yeah. him doing that. But couldn't you just go up there and be mad and without throwing a bike at a camera? and all, You know what I'm saying? Couldn't you just go, you know, hey, why would y'all bring me down here? Blankety blank. Yeah, I, yeah. I, how about here's an idea. Don't do anything that's going to cause any problems with the what fifth chance you've gotten. Can anybody run that run? So all right. So Antonio Brown had a chance to to go with the Raiders. Uh, he want he well. First off, he had Steelers. Yeah, he chances. didn't. He didn't want to be part of that. Right. Yeah. And then Raiders. Then Raiders, and he did some bizarre thing to his feet. Yeah. His yeah. Feet were and, and they stuck with him over that. He could not behave. Then they, then then we're yeah, we're all ain't playing. Then, then we're all good. Right. Then I'm mad again. And then, then the Patriots try to give him a run. Right. He can't behave for that. So let's say that's one, there two, three. There was a three. dolphin. Wasn't there a dolphin run in there? Was there a dolphin run? For a week or two? Yeah, there was. Minimum four I believe so. Minimum four. And during all this, I, I, there's a chef I haven't paid. There's right. a trainer that claims I've assaulted her. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a lot of stuff going and on. And from the Bucks standpoint, I don't understand this. You have been playing so well yeah. without him. And the first week he's there on the field, you lose embarrassingly. Mm-hmm. And – you really didn't. He didn't really do a whole lot. I don't understand that move. They got plenty of receivers. They don't really need Antonio. Is he going to be more of a detriment than an asset? Now, he I, actually I, contributed I saw, this past. Yeah, game I was going to say Brady's going to him a lot this okay. past yeah. game. I think he had over 100 yards. Yeah, I haven't seen any, yeah. so I have no idea what I'm talking about. But I do know. But that he's I, not going to make him a break. I, I do no, know he's not. he's not worth the trouble. Yeah. But that goes back to the skin. Is he? Is he more? 
Is he more fine than he is crazy? Yeah, yeah. 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 Does he We're help? To find out. Does he help us more than he hurts us? Yeah, but you just you'd like to see him finish a season with somebody. But, but I'd just like to because see him say, "I've learned my lesson." If you start counting yeah. on him, that's usually when something happens, and you won't have him when you really need him. What about a humble press conference? Hey, I I, I I'm a blessed man. This this sport has been so good to me. And I've had so many opportunities, and I've squandered so many. And you know what? That ends today. I'm going to finish my career mm-hmm. in the NFL. I'm going to finish well, and I'm going to behave, and I'm going to contribute, and I'm going to play hard. And in all fairness, I think he does play hard. But yeah. but I'm I'm off the field. I'm going to not get in any more <clears throat> trouble because I've I've learned. How about learn? Uh, to yeah. your point, though, think about this. Antonio Brown is not so lucky or unlucky. <laughs> That, that we catch him throwing bikes at security cameras, and that's the only time he's done it. I My know. point is he's done way more than this that there wasn't security cameras around. No, you're right. Because you give these people get a lot of passes. They do. And, and when they're caught, it just means they've done so many things we can't cover it all now. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so there's kind of a little brief sports update. We didn't get to the James Harden deal. Good gracious. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I, I've heard of being ready to move on, but I, <laughs> I'm not a big fan of the summers in Houston either, but I bet I could get past it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd like winters in Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. minutes to the top of the hour Rick and Bubba show thanks for being with us much to do unpacking the stories of the day thank you for being part of the program so we were doing our little sports session as you know if you're new to the program the Rick and Bubba show is not a sports show but we talk about sports we're not a news talk political show though we talk about politics we're not always just a comedy show even though we cut up and act like uh, idiots a lot and tell a few laughs uh we're not um, you know doing what people call christian radio but we're christians who do radio so we do talk about things from a biblical worldview it's, it's kind of like a, a show about anything uh so uh, whatever you guys are probably sitting around uh on your deck or around the water cooler where you work or just uh, hanging out on a, on a hunting trip what you guys uh, are talking about we probably are too all right here on the program so we did not we ran out of time on the sports uh, session uh, before we got to James Harden rejecting the Houston Rockets, offering him an extension that was a beauty. Yeah, Rick, $103 million over two years. It would have made him the first NBA player to make $50 million a year. Wow, that beard's expensive. <laughs> mm, yeah. Mm. $50 million a year. Mm. Uh, he seems focused in that he wants to be traded to Brooklyn. Oh, um, Harden apparently uh, <laughs> has decided that the window for him to win a championship in Houston has closed, and he wants to go to Brooklyn where he feels like that team has potential uh, to win an NBA championship. I don't know anything about the NBA. Is is he accurate on that? Is, are they any? Are they, yeah, yeah, I think so. Well, well they, I think he's have, accurate on the fact that Houston has kind of they, they're not giving him any help that he right. needs to go win championship. Yeah, right. uh, they have uh, Kevin Durant Brown. and Kyrie Irwin there, Ir- Irvin. Irving, Irving, and they think that, or he thinks that that would make a good pitch. Here's the problem: when James comes in, though, yeah. 
Yeah. Well, when James <clears throat> comes in, though, Rick, he he is going to shoot the ball a lot. He's a high scorer. I mean, he's a he's a forty point a game guy. But that means everybody else is not getting the ball. It's uh, it's one of these things where if you have one guy who scores too much, nobody around him wants to be on the team. It's the Teen Wolf movie. You remember how everybody yeah. got well, lazy and wouldn't play? And you saw that with the Rockets. Nobody, you know, they Harden is going to go down. <clears throat> he takes the ball down. He's going to put a move on somebody and put it up. Well, he's going to score his 40, but – it's it's all about the Where's other the motivation two, the other for two, everybody else. The other two are they they want a championship or they want to keep shooting the ball. And Harden, <clears throat> what, they can't win without Harden. It's the way the NBA's gotten. You got to have three studs, yeah. or you're not going to win a championship. Yeah. So it, the Miami Heat started all this, yeah, and, yeah. and, and oh, yeah. then everybody started following suit, doing that. And so I guess he's saying, let's try this at Brooklyn. We may not win multiple championships, but I bet we can get one. Yeah. Because then, like you say, then people start getting mad. Well, about you, getting you had a lot of people that were unselfish at Golden State for a while, and then they, they started getting that way a little bit, and that's what kind of broke them. Well, up. that's well, they what had I'm some saying. injuries, too, that, that hurt them a little bit. Yeah. But you can have a run. He's just wanting to get one before he retires, I think. Yeah. And so, anyway, and again, I don't watch. That's I, where it began right there. Yep. I, I have not watched 20 seconds of an NBA game, I and I don't know when. So, I'm speaking out of school, but I understand enough about it, about what he's trying to do here. So, But I'm not sure. He, of course, he, you know what he would say to me, Rick, do you think that I'm not okay financially? <laughs> yeah. No, no, you're because right. Rick, I he goes to Brooklyn, right. they're going to give him a lot of money, too. They yeah, they yeah. give him that. They may but, not give him that. But, and stack that on what he's already made? But yeah. do you, Money's not easy. Do you no. think James Harden will be like Camilla Anthony, where he's always going to be a big <laughs> what? Carmelo. What did I say? Camilla. You said Camilla, yeah. like okay. who's actually the vice president. I pictured right? her playing. Yeah. So, I did too. But they only play tennis. He, By the way, she's got a pretty good shot. She does. He would score incredible amounts, but any team he was on, immediately it just became a cancer. No, they 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 were just not competitive. Right. And I, I mean, he's got all kind of records, but you know, n- never any good teams. That's well, so I just wrong. heard that Brooklyn also has offered a deal to Antonio Brown. <laughs> yeah, okay. <they> might as <laughs> well. <clears throat> yeah. So Hart, he's getting advisement from somebody that he's not going to get that, but he's making his money probably from endorsement deals anyway, and, and, I'm sure and different he's okay. things. Oh, he, he did okay. Uh, he, he, he's yeah. going to be fine, but to turn down <laughs> fifty mil a year. Um, that shows Boy, you how much money that, he That'll let has. you know, too, I want to win. His I beard mean. makes more than most of the players on the court next to it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And, you know, it's a fantastic yeah. beard, too. I wish it we is. could interview that beard. It's fantastic. I wish I could sleep in it. He, he's, a, he's an amazing shooter. I, I wish I had it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that. I wish I had the $50 million. Yeah. He <laughs> don't have his beard. He's, yeah. a, he's an amazing shooter, but what happens, Rick, in like all these playoff games, they get in there where he's – been throwing forty in a game, and he'll have an off game, and then they're you know they're sunk because nobody's ready to pick the slack up. Yeah, well, that that looks like it's not going to be an issue because it looks like he's going somewhere else. So all these people that start loafing, they have the ball now. Well, here's the thing: you get if he's wanting a <laughs> yeah. trade, though, uh, you know what is Brooklyn willing to give to uh, to get him? I mean, they're, that's going to be a big price tag for that. So let me ask you: this. so he's not a free agent? No, he's got a year left on his deal. Okay. And they've already offered him an extension past that, but he may just become a free agent. I mean, he can do that too. So here's the situation for him right now. I can, I can, somebody can trade for me because you know I don't want to be here, or I can play out my last year and then then be a free agent after that. What right. he needs to do is go, guys. I'm willing to take forty, or even thirty five, but y'all gotta have y'all gotta give me some help, and I'll stay and I'll finish my career here. But I got I can't see LeBron asked for this same thing back when he was in Cleveland. They wouldn't give him any help, so he left. Right. Same thing going on here. 
hey, get me some help and I'll stay. Now, I don't know what that number, if it's, you know, 50 million, now it's 35. I don't know if it's 40 or 20. I don't know how much he, less he has to take in order for them to make that happen. And I don't even know who's available that could help him. Yeah. I don't know what their need is. But I think that's the biggest thing is, guys, I've been doing this and y'all are not willing to help me. Right. I got to have some help if y'all want to win a championship. Can't do it on my own. And if you don't, I'm going somewhere else. Yeah, that may be. Again, uh, I, I don't know who's Because ultimately, everybody, at, th- at this point in his life, it's not about the money. The only I mean, thing it, that I know. It's about winning championships. The only thing in basketball I know less about than the NBA is the WNBA. You can ask Charles Barkley today what he wishes he had and what would he say? A championship. Yeah. Is James Harden going to be the same way? Yeah, it does go back to that. He thing. wants to win because, like, Greg, you made the point. You Multiple may you not may, may not make as much jack, but you're still gonna make good jack even mm-hmm. if you go to the championship team. Yeah, and you've made a lot over the years. Yeah. So, I mean, what's the difference between thirty five million and fifty if you're in that world? Well, I think what he's saying is, and he won't say it out loud, but just knowing, you know, life and, and a, from a common sense standpoint, he's saying the window's closing to win one at Houston, but he's yeah. also saying the window's closing for me. Exactly. I'm not going to be able to play at this level much longer. I'm getting old, and it's time. Age is undefeated, friend. It yeah. is. Yeah, it's it going to win all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it is. And uh, so, you know, <clears throat> it's it's uh, he, it, the contract will allow him one. He's got to go one more year if he can't find a trade. Is that what I understand? The yes. Contract. Yes, I think so. And uh, and I think he realizes at my age, one more year could be the difference in being able to play at the level I want to play and not. So we'll see. So there's a. Uh, there's everything that's uh, kind of the big headlines in sports today. There may be some we missed, but uh, you're up. Hey, the Vikings won, Rick. Right? Well, good. How about <laughs> that, Bubsy? <laughs> How about that? Just when you uh, found out they were mathematically out. Yeah, that's just a tease. <laughs> if only they were over in the NFC East. <laughs> Top of the hour. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.